You're listening to the Wrestling and More Pro Wrestling Podcast, the best wrestling podcast we can produce with our tiny budget. Check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, and maybe leave us a five-star review. If it's wrestling you want, keep it on Wrestling and More. Let's do this. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Wrestling and More podcast. I'm your host, Rob Good, and I am joined once again by Garth Jackson. How are you, my friend? Good, good, good. I'm really excited to talk about Fastlane. I think you... (laughs) There is nobody in the world who is looking forward to Fastlane, unfortunately. Um, I mean, we've spoken, we've brought it up, we might as well delve straight in. Fastlane... Is this Sunday? It is a SmackDown exclusive pay per view. I mean, what's <laughs> what? I mean, what is your opinion of SmackDown at the moment? Like, really, Garth? From what I'm seeing, because I've I've skipped quite a few because I've been pretty dull. Um, I mean, I watched this week's, and it's just treading water. You can tell they're just waiting for after Mania for this. Yeah. Superstar shakeup, whatever they're doing. Well, we'll talk a bit about that actually after we've gone through our predictions, as that is the main point of this episode. We are looking at our predictions for Fastlane because we are now, Garth, 1 1, as I absolutely whooped your ass at Elimination Chamber. So we is are it? 1 and 1, yes. So Fastlane <laughs> is the prima WrestleMania decider, um, <laughs> which is the only stakes. That we can have in this in this pay per view. Got to look forward to. <laughs> it is, absolutely, um, but I mean, if I'm perfectly honest, nothing is happening on SmackDown when you have got the Royal Rumble winner in Shinsuke Nakamura, and you have physically had to shoehorn him into a match that has no stakes whatsoever. Then <laughs> something is going wrong. With three weeks maybe four, away from WrestleMania, and Shinsuke Nakamura isn't on TV. It's, it's incredible. He took on Aiden English last week. <laughs> I mean, no exactly. offence to Aiden yeah. English, but Nakamura, if you believe the Royal Rumble, should be headlining WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah, Just... he's had literally no interaction with AJ. Has he even been on TV? Other than he was week. on TV this week, where he uh, was interrupted by Aiden English and Rusev, right, yeah. who I will get on to Rusev in a minute. God damn it! <laughs> Good grief! Um, and Rusev challenged Nakamura to a match for, I think it was for damaging Aiden English's vocal cords with a yeah. Kinshasa. I mean, for God's sake! If you've had to come up like the week before a pay per view and one of your biggest stars isn't on the show, and you've had to put him in in that way, good God. I mean, before this Sunday, sorry, before this Tuesday in SmackDown this week, there were four matches announced. Yeah. And there is there still isn't a pre-show announced, and I genuinely cannot see who is going to be on the pre-show, unless they do a Bludgeon Brothers squash, which is absolutely what you want on yeah. the pre-show of a show, isn't it, that's already struggling. Or a two or five match or something. Oh, they're not even going to put that on, are they? Because that's Raw mm. exclusive. Is it? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, wow. I mean, SmackDown itself, the main storyline for God knows how long, has been this Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon feud, which has gone nowhere. There's no wheels to it because Daniel Bryan can't go in the ring. There's no wheels to it because Shane McMahon can't act. There's no wheels to it because (laughs) they've literally just done the same thing over and over again. Well, I don't agree with your decision. Well, I don't agree with your decision. Let's agree to disagree. Okay. And that's taken half an hour of a two-hour show. And I was texting you, obviously, earlier today, and I said to you, didn't I, that Raw at the moment is not only blowing SmackDown out of the water week after week after week, but also that feels like the two-hour show at the moment and SmackDown feels like the three-hour because it's dragging that badly. Carmella is the women's Money in the Bank briefcase holder and has wrestled one match since October. Bloody hell. That's just... And that was a tag team match. I mean... Everything about it's it's second grade, everything. I know. Can you remember the... the, um, Go on, sorry. Video... Even the video packages they're doing are just like oh, with amateur stupid words. Right with the words, yeah. Oh God, get rid of those words. It looks it's gone back to A level media presentation, hasn't it? They've done all this yeah. work into revamping Raw and making it look more clean cut and streamlined, and then SmackDown, it just looks like they've gone, Well, we've got fifteen quid left in the budget, go and do something with that. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, looking at SmackDown SmackDown? SmackDown's roster. I mean, did you remember that Ty Dillinger was on SmackDown? Can you nope. remember that feud when the Hype Bros broke up between Mojo Rawley and Zack Ryder, and they had their one match on the night of Ch- on the Clash of Champions pre-show? Haven't been seen on TV since. I mean, it's, it's um, what the hell is happening with the Bludgeon Brothers? Just Are they a team? Off, they? Yeah. yeah. What is going on? I mean. Why not just put them on Raw, give them to Bray Wyatt, let him and Matt Hardy fight it out with Jeff on one side and the Bludgeon Brothers on another, and you've got a wonderful match. But no, instead they squash jobbers repeatedly, give the Usos some kind of come-hither look, and then walk off. The only thing I can think is they're possibly going to get involved on Sunday. I hope so. I hope so, because... I just want something. I just want something to happen, because, I mean, we're going to look down the card in a moment. Um, I'm delaying it as human as long as is humanly possible. Um, I mean, we were going to do a um, an elimination chamber podcast review. Unfortunately, due to Garth watching his terrible team lose three 0 <laughs> and me going to see Ed Byrne live. Uh, we just we couldn't fit it in, so we wrote one up. That's now on the website for you to enjoy. Just quickly before we do desperately delve into Fastlane, what were your overriding opinions of Elimination Chamber? I thought it was really good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I thought the women's probably just edged the men's. I agree, definitely, yeah. Um, the tag matches were pointless. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, the entire... Oh rest of the card was pointless in my opinion yeah. to be perfectly honest with the, the possible exception of Asuka Nia Jax yeah that, I enjoyed that um, but no I enjoyed it I think they, they did what they set out to do I think even though Braun lost he still went away as looking like a beast yeah which is what was um, needed yeah and 
um, Alexa winning. I think that was the right call. You would say that. You predicted Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do agree. The storyline going forward, I think, has more than I anticipated it having. And I if they're going to have... Oh, God, her pro... On the mic, she's unparalleled in the women's division. She really is. There's no one that can touch her. Um, I think the slow boil is better for Bailey and Sasha, as opposed to delving straight in. I actually cheered when when she kicked Bailey off. Yeah. But... Sort of of about time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I genuinely got behind Bailey, and that's the first time I've got behind Bailey in months. Yeah. And it seems that finally, after that ridiculous characterization at the end of last year, where well, they portrayed her as this weird child that couldn't attack anyone, yeah. which is a useless superpower if you are a wrestler, um, she's actually being booked strongly. That injury yeah. probably came at the right time for her because Definitely. it gave people time to miss her. Like we've said yeah. about what needs to happen to Bray Wyatt. Um Just- Obviously not get injured. We don't want anyone hurt. Um, But yeah, so I thought it was a really, really good pay-per-view. I said on the review that um, everyone, especially in the women's match, who entered the match came out with a storyline. The men's match, yeah, we all knew Roman was going to win. I don't know why people are getting annoyed about that. (laughs) I mean, come on, get a grit now. I mean, we knew Roman was winning that. That was was telegraphed to us, you know, over a year ago now. So, you know, just get with the programme. He did it I well. I thought Elias came out looking really good. Um, I just love Elias. As a comedy character, more than anything. Yeah, just absolutely. Where he tried to pin everybody. <laughs> and then got power slammed. Yeah. I must admit, if the WWE had the Oscars, the Miz would win one for just yeah. walking around, like, teasing everyone in the pods before getting to Braun's. Braun roaring at him and Miz absolutely shitting himself. Yeah. It was brilliant. Um, obviously, we've got Ronda Rousey. Um, I like where that's going. Obviously, it's been announced now that it is going to be Ronda and Kurt versus Steph yeah. and Trips at WrestleMania. Um, we'll go through the card at the end um, because they have announced a couple of matches now for WrestleMania. We're six matches down in the WrestleMania card, which, to be honest, if it continues to stack as is rumoured, it's gonna, it's gonna be a stellar WrestleMania. Yeah, it really is. And it might be one where it doesn't feel like a six-hour show this time. Well, yeah, let's hope <laughs> so. Good grief. Um, right. So, come on. If we don't do it now, we're not gonna do it. Let's be positive because Fastlane might be okay. <laughs> I mean, if if I'm honest, the last SmackDown pay per view, if unless I'm very much mistaken, was. Before the Rumble, it was Clash of Champions, wasn't it? Which wasn't a terrible show. It wasn't as bad as everyone thought it was going to be. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as the trilogy they put on earlier on the year, Money in the Bank, um, Battleground and Backlash. Battleground was shocking. Yeah, all three of those, back-to-back, were awful. Hell in a Cell wasn't too bad, um, but that's mainly because of the main event and the Sami Zayn <laughs> turn. But, yeah, that was good, yeah. I mean... Let's face it, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens have carried the show, haven't they, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you've got Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin in the main event, <laughs> I mean, no offence to Ziggler, but he's a he's past it. No offence to Baron Corbin, but he's not a main eventer yet. He's not. I mean, I just I don't see it. Anyway, right, Fastlane. 
2018 SmackDown Live. First match, Becky Lynch and Naomi versus Natalia and Carmella. Garth, where the fuck has this match come from? Uh, seemingly about who's got the most friends. Well, apparently. <laughs> I mean, if you any of you follow Becky Lynch on Twitter, she's absolutely hilarious. Um, but I genuinely can't see where the beef is for this match. Why <laughs> Natalia is part of this match, I've got no idea at all. Um, Naomi... I thought Becky Lynch and Naomi had beef with the Riot Squad. Apparently that's not a thing now. Um, so yes, we have Becky Lynch and Naomi versus Natalia and Carmella. Garth, who have you got and why? I'm just going to go for Becky and Naomi. Because there's um, zero stakes in this match? Zero stakes and it's it's a good way to start the show, I suppose, with the fav- like some fan favourites winning it. I mean, everyone loves Becky. Yeah. She is awesome, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, my only slight concern is that Carmella, who is the money in the bank briefcase holder, potential future SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, keeps losing, which obviously we don't want. If she loses this match, she lost on Tuesday, she lost back yeah. in October. You know, we mm, do we want that? But I mean, I'm with you. I think Becky and Naomi. Um, I mean, moving on from that because there's there's nothing else we can really talk about regarding this match it's there's no background to it there's no real heat to it at all it's a match that's been added because smackdown have thought oh we probably need to add another match to the card so you know i I suppose we should be grateful it's just not a six-woman tag (laughs) because good grief we've had a lot of those um but one thing i will say is that um after smackdown or at the end of smackdown i can't remember when it was uh, natalia came out and said she wanted to challenge the winner of the Charlotte Flair Ruby Riot match for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania. All right. All right. Now, I don't know about you, and I have nothing against Natalia. I thought she deserved her SmackDown title reign. Um, but that, for me, isn't a WrestleMania match. I've seen it before. Yeah, I think I don't know, I think something will happen before then. I do think that WrestleMania will see Asuka challenge Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because they're teasing this Nia Jax and Alexa thing on Raw. Ronda Rousey is the big dog on Raw, as we yeah. know. Yes, she's not challenging for a title yet, but I'm wondering, Charlotte, Asuka, that's the money match. No offence to yeah. Natalia, I know she's been a great stalwart for the company, I know she was she was mired in some absolute dog shit in the Divas division in mm-hmm. the noughties. I mean, the Divas division was awful. Uh, I mean, we did a review, uh, not so... It was November, on Survivor Series 2012, <laughs> and it was Eve Torres versus uh, Caitlin for the Divas Championship. It was a seven-minute match, and literally there was two moves. The rest yeah. of it was screaming, pulling hair, and slamming each other's head into the canvas. We've come... Yeah so far from that and Natalia <laughs> is a big big part of that yeah. but is she now championship material or would she, would you rather see the championship on Becky Lynch Charlotte you know I'd rather see it on Ruby Riot if I'm being perfectly yeah. honest you know there's more to that character they just don't give Natalia enough so and when they do when they do give her it it's always just a placeholder yeah she does feel very much like a transitional champion yeah. I mean she got it at SummerSlam and it was once 
Charlotte was on SmackDown, it was very, very obvious that she was a transitional yeah. champion for Charlotte. Very obvious. But yes, that's the first match. Second match. Oh, good grief. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, <laughs> the Royal Rumble winner, 2018 Royal Rumble winner, drastically misused superstar on SmackDown Live, um, who, after winning the Royal Rumble, we thought, yes, finally a push for Shinsuke, <laughs> has been shoehorned into a match with Rusev, the most over person in the entire company who can't get on TV. <laughs> to the point where at Manhattan Mayhem, uh, at Ring of Honor, uh, there were Rusev Day chants. It's it's another one of those things where it's because, I think it's because A, well, A, they don't give a shit about SmackDown anyway, but I think it's because he's got himself over. Mm-hmm. In spite of them, it's the whole, it's the... Um, Zack Ryder thing. That's exactly what I thought. But at least Zack Ryder got a US title reign out of it. Yeah. I mean, yes, he did get pushed off a stage by Kane in a wheelchair and wore that <laughs> ridiculous neck brace. Yeah. And yes, he got kicked in the dick by Eve Torres. But, you know, uh, I mean, Rusev is brilliant. He was fantastic when he was that monster at the, mm. end, of two, of the end of 2016. That was He's the fan- best when he, when he had uh, that match with Cena. At Mania, mm-hmm. at Mania yeah. 31, when the he came tank. out of the tank. Oh, it was a great match. And that Rusev can go in the ring. He's comical when he needs to be. He's he's tough as balls when he needs to be. Mm-hmm. And even if it's a run with the tag team championships with Aiden English, do something with yeah. him. How are you botching this? You've got a ready... His merchandise is flying off the shelves. I mean, what are you doing? And then you've got a person who's supposedly main eventing WrestleMania, and what is he doing? <laughs> Sitting at home because they haven't got anything for him, is the official word. Are you being serious? You've got four weeks to wrestle fucking Mania. And you sort of wonder why Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler's come out with this sort of. He's disillusioned and he's. I mean, I was reading earlier today that he, he'd been. Um, begging for time off TV because he's thinking his character doesn't deserve anything because he's just yeah he's a nothing but I've I've worked out what Rusev needs to do is he needs to go on a podcast <laughs> bitch and moan like Ziggler did and he will get a multi-million dollar contract and yeah. get into the main event where he will probably be the full guy amazing <laughs> so Rusev if you are listening to this podcast we will gladly have you onto our podcast like Rusev listens Um, so Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev for me it's Nakamura yeah it it has to be if if Rusev goes over it just to be fair this is Smackdown booking so he could well go over in fairness but Aiden English will get involved and cost Nakamura the match and it'll be a note it'll be a DQ or something like that I mean Quite possibly, but if you want to build momentum, it's too late to build momentum behind Nakamura now. I mean, for WrestleMania, it, it does it feel on the same level as Reigns and Lesnar? Nowhere near it. Not, not Nowhere it. near it, exactly. I mean, you wouldn't even know that he was he picked his challenge, because I haven't even no, mentioned it. Exactly. And I'm sorry, but there is a chance, however slim that the match we all thought we wanted, Nakamura versus AJ Styles, might not even happen mm-hmm. if 
Styles yeah. loses the uh, championship in the main event. I mean, if the WWE do that, no one will watch SmackDown. No, it's, it'll be off. Oh, yeah. But have faith, my friend. Have faith. <laughs> so, moving on to the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship match, we have got Charlotte Flair, the current champion, versus Ruby Riot, leader of the Riot Squad, presumably with Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Wow, I don't care about the Riot Squad. No. Um, they are a Poundland version of Absolution. Um, and we finally got a manifesto from Ruby Riot as to why the Riot Squad have arrived on SmackDown, um, you know, five months later. And apparently it is they want to crush the myth of Charlotte Flair. Now, I would argue that having been an NXT Women's Champion, a Divas Champion, a Raw Women's Champion, and a SmackDown Women's Champion... I'd argue that's slightly more than a myth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's flimsy reasoning, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, didn't really explain why Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan were there, presumably just as, just for lols. Um, enforcement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at Liv Morgan, you don't exactly think enforcement. <laughs> Though, to be fair, I do like how she's acting like a bit psycho. Yeah. I do like that. Um but yeah, it's just again, it's a it's a case of they debuted. Everyone was like, "Oh wow!" and then they've done nothing. They've stuck them in six woman tags, and they just yeah, they just keep coming out and interrupting people exactly, or interfering. Um, it's, it's funny because when you they had the sort of promo on SmackDown, you could see Charlotte like sort of playing Queen B, mm. totally looking down at them as if to say, sort of, you're not even close to my level. Why are you here? Yeah. I mean, loads of people, when they came up, saw them as parallels to Absolution, as you would they debuted in the same mm-hmm. week. But if you had Absolution and Ruby and the Riot Squad, who would you rather have? Exactly, yeah. Absolution, <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. And Absolution has Mandy Rose, <laughs> who everyone's obsessed with her looks. Yes, she's very pretty, but she can't wrestle. She was alright in the uh, elimination chamber. And she, yeah, but she was with Sonya Deville, Bailey, and yeah. Sasha Banks. So, you know, and she didn't exactly do much, did she? she did one big no. move? She did the knee from the top rope, didn't she? Yeah. And then otherwise, she just kind of taunted the crowd, and then flopped got, about a bit. Yeah, got locked in a bank statement. <laughs> um, but I just, I don't see the Riot Squad. As a threat, they've lost too much on SmackDown. They seem to lose every match. I, I honestly, I know they have won matches, but I just don't feel like I can remember any. And, and I'm sorry. Go on. It's Charlotte as well. She's not yeah, going to exactly. lose to She's these. not going to lose to these. And if she does, well, again, what's the point? What's yeah. the point? I mean, I'm going for Charlotte Flair to retain. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just, well... I mean, I assume the Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan will come in and kind of interfere. I'd love it if they interfered and Asuka came down and mm. sort of stuck up for Charlotte. To see, I want... Yeah. yeah, I want you. You're the best. I want mm. you. I mean, I don't see it happening, but that would certainly be a way to at least add some intrigue into into SmackDown Live. Yeah. Because she hasn't... I mean, Asuka hasn't even 
said who she's going for yet, has she? Uh, no, it's been heavily implied that she's going for Alexa Bliss, yeah. but it hasn't been announced. And I think because it hasn't been announced... If she came down and sort of stopped them and then just pointed at Charlotte or something like that, just... Yeah, even just came upon the Tron. Yeah, give a big hint. Yeah, it'll be... Well, we'll see anyway. Um, but I'm um, yeah, Charlotte Flair has to be Charlotte, Charlotte. Flair. Yeah. Um, next match and one that a, I feel they've put on the card to rescue the damn thing, <laughs> and b, this will be match of the night. Uh, it's for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and it is the Usos versus the New Day. So the Us truce they had at the end of eliminate at the end of Hell in a Cell has lasted. Less than five months. So, yeah. wasn't the strongest of boost truces, but who have you got and why? Usos, I've got. Oh, um, <laughs> what? So have I. <laughs> We're not different yeah. on many. I just think, I don't know, I just think they seem to have a lot more. We've got, we've definitely got more momentum coming in. Yeah. New Day haven't really done anything. Um, no, they've done good promos, and Big E had a fantastic promo the week before. Uh, was it last week? Yeah, fantastic where, promo. Um, where he just sort of went for it. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did proper go for it, and we often see the New Day as a walking gimmick, really, don't we? Yeah. Um, and you know that's what they are. They're still fantastic in the ring. All three of them are amazing in the ring. Um, but we see them as merch sellers, you know, ooh, bootios, ooh, you know, WW, you know, that kind of thing. Comedy. Yeah. yeah, I was also doing the action there. I know none of you can see it, but <laughs> I was doing the action. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, they've... For me, the Usos have campaigned that they haven't been on Wrestle, at WrestleMania on the main card since their tenure began. I find that baffling when you consider some of the horse shit that has been on some <laughs> recent WrestleManias. Um, I mean, to be honest, if I was going to push any match from WrestleMania 33 onto the pre-show, it would be Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Yeah. Because that was awful. Was. I mean, I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think the SmackDown Tag Team Championships were even defended at WrestleMania. Um, I can't remember. I don't think they were, because I'm sure the Usos were in the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royale. That's probably right, yeah. Raw was, because obviously that was the return of the Hardys, but yeah, nothing. Nothing (laughs) at all. But I'm sure this will be an absolutely outstanding match. I'm sure this will blow everyone out of the water. Hopefully ignite the crowd. I can see this opening the pay-per-view from being perfectly honest, Yeah. um, just to get the crowd into it. And I'm also going for the Usos because they need their WrestleMania moment. Mm-hmm. And who they're going to defend against, I've got no idea. Because apart from the New Day, who else is there on SmackDown? Who's on there? I mean, you've got who? you've got Rusev Day, you've got the Bludgeon Brothers, um, you've got the Ascension, you've got Brizango. It's not going to be either of them, is it? No. Um, I mean, it's not even like you've got the Revival or anything like that. I mean, the Revival versus the Usos will be absolutely insane. Yeah. That will be an incredible match. But there's just, there is no one, unless there's a debutante from NXT, maybe an Authors of Pain, or I'd say Red Dra- uh, Redragon, but 
Bobby Fish is out with an injury now. Yeah, he just got injured the other day, didn't he? He did, yeah. Oh, some news coming out of NXT. I forgot. I'll, we'll talk about that afterwards. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's... <sighs> I see the Usos winning. I see the Usos retaining, getting the WrestleMania moment, see them dropping it at WrestleMania to whoever they take on. It's probably going to be the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, I mean, much as I love Harper and Rowan, probably nostalgia for the Wyatt family, but they both are, you know, they're both great. Yeah. I, just, I just don't see them having a good match against the Usos in the same yeah. way the New Day would. Anyway, semi-main event. We have got... <laughs> Mr. Bobby Roode, your United States champion, taking on Mr. Randall Keith Orton for the WWE United States Championship. I'm going for Randy Orton. Um, it's probably not going to happen, but I'm going to go for Bobby Roode because I really want him to win. Okay. I'm um, going... Go on, you go for it. Tell me but, why. Um, I think, well, he hasn't really... I mean... He's held it for a little while, but he hasn't really had to do anything with it. No. He has I don't even think he's actually defended it. He defended it. He defended it on the Royal Rumble pre show. Uh, right, against yeah. <laughs> Mojo Rawley because it's he like said, this. This is an open challenge. And Mojo came out and everyone went, Oh. Oh, oh <laughs> God. Um and then has he defended it since? I don't think he's defended it since. He said he was going to have this United States open challenge and then just called out Randy Orton. Yeah. So it's not very open, is it? I mean, I get because obviously Randy Orton still is, like, a top tier. He's a legend, isn't he? Yeah. And, I mean, when Nakamura came to the company, he said a real reason was because he wanted to fight Randy Orton. Right. And that's... But then, you know... um, Did you see... I mean, the match the other night against Jinder Mahal was... Turgid, it was so dull. I mean, and again, it was Randy Orton just going through the motions. He does, though, unless he's motivated, he does go and through he, the motions. I mean, even as some of his moves, he just really sounds it haphazard. in. Yeah, just terrible. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's very, very, very slow pace whenever Randy Orton and Jinder have faced off. I mean, they've had four, five matches, I think, now on SmackDown. Or is it four? Was that the fourth? I can't remember. And none of their matches have been great. Yeah. I mean, Randy has been famous for phoning it in. If he's not motivated, Jinder is pushed astronomically beyond where he should be. Yeah. Um, I agree that he should be nowhere near the main event scene. Um, the United States Championship scene, which has just disintegrated into utter piss at the moment. Um is probably the right place, like I say. But, I mean, Randy Orton, um, he's one championship away from being a Grand Slam winner. And I can see him having a very small United Championship state, United States Championship run um, and then dropping it at Mania. Yeah. Possibly that, back to Bobby Roode in a triple threat with Jinder. That's the, that's the thing that... Yeah, that's the one thing that I think is the sort of decider in this, like sort of Randy's sort of title history. Yeah, and we know how um, how Vince enjoys a good championship. Yeah, and enjoys and a good he loves record. Randy Orton. Oh, yeah, he loves Randy Orton. Yeah, Randy Orton and his new haircut. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just I, I'm not. I'm looking at this card. 
and I'm not excited. No, I'm not at all. I mean, I looked at Elimination Chamber. Yes, I knew Roman Reigns was going to win, but I knew Braun would destroy shit. I knew Elias was going to do something funny. His intro song was brilliant. I thought The so Miz was good, ace. Yeah. I love Finn Balor. Seth Rollins is possibly, with the exception of AJ Styles, the best worker in the WWE. You know. Yeah. So. And Cena was all right. C- I suppose. Cena was there. Cena was what, there. Like going off track a bit. I tell you what did annoy us a bit about the Elimination Chamber. Go on. The 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 big enough to be this sort of career ending or career shortening sort of spectacle, but everywhere was padded. Everywhere was padded. There was also no blood, and there was the chains were sort of really sort of. Lacks. Flexible and yeah. flimsy, yeah. I mean, the outside bits were padded. The the doors were really sort of flimsy, thin plastic this time. Yeah. You could tell seem... when Reigns went through it, couldn't you? Huh? It just didn't seem dangerous. It's weird. It was strange. There was complaints last year, though, when Bray won it, about how the chamber didn't seem as cramped or as, as actually as hellish as people were making mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And I can see, but it's the, it's the same complaint as the new Hell in a Cell. It seems safe, and obviously with new health and safety and with wrestlers' safety in mind, yeah. that's the idea. But you look at the first Elimination Chamber from Survivor Series <laughs> 2002, which is still, you know, one of the best Elimination Chamber matches ever. And, you know... It's, li- it's just steel. It was cramped, it was steel. The chains looked like they legitimately <laughs> hurt. And, yeah, I'm I'm with you, I think. Pardon me, obviously it was a lot safer for the workers. Um speaking of John Cena though, <laughs> did you know he doesn't have a road for WrestleMania yet? Yeah, he's mentioned that a couple of times. Just a few, to the point where he's in the fast lane main event. Yeah, he's um, just to sort of book, book himself on it, yeah, whatever show he wants. That is the power you have when you are Jonathan Q Cena. But Yes, he is in the main event of a SmackDown Live pay-per-view on Sunday, yet was on Raw on Monday night. And in the Elimination Chamber last week. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I'm no expert, but it seems to me that if you book yourself in a SmackDown Live pay-per-view main event, then you should probably be on the go-home show for it. (laughs) As opposed to fighting gold dust on Raw. That was hilarious. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean I mean I know Cena does not give a shit at the moment, but good grief. And what annoyed me even more about SmackDown was they basically threw away the pissy main event anyway. Yeah. Because the main event of SmackDown was the remaining five people. In a five-way match. <laughs> what? It's just like sort of... Um, it's just... They're just going to replay it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But anyway, for the main suppose event... You, suppose you've got the added sort of dynamic now with Owens. Owens uh, and Zayn, as I said yeah. to you before, have been the only thing that has been anywhere approaching watchable about SmackDown. Yeah. And... The two of them are so talented and are so underused, it's untrue. It really is. But 
six pack cha- six pack challenge for the WWE Championship. We have got. Are you ready for this? Because apparently <laughs> anyone can book themselves into this main event. At the <laughs> moment, there's only six, but I could be wrong. AJ Styles, your WWE Champion, versus John Cena versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Are you laughing Dolph. at Dolph Ziggler? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just... Oh, right. Who have you got and why? I've got AJ because there's nobody else in that I can possibly think other than Kevin Owens of winning it. I mean... And that, plus it would mean probably Shinsuke doesn't get as much with AJ. I wouldn't... It would not surprise me if the WWE did that. If the WWE gave it to Cena and we ended up with Cena Nakamura, which wouldn't be a bad match, in fairness. But I think that would... To be honest, I don't know. I'd, I think that might it might kill some of the bias for Mania. Yeah. I think with Nakamura, if Nakamura AJ, I think would bring in some fans who wouldn't maybe buy it. They would probably, I don't know. It would bring in a lot more hardcore wrestling. Yeah, fan. that's what I mean. Yeah, but then um, again, WWE don't like it. the marks or smarks. <laughs> well, no, that is true. I mean, they will do anything to piss off a good smark. Um, I mean, I'm going for AJ too, yeah. because what? I it just makes no sense. I think it'll be a good match. I think I it'll be a fantastic match. If you look at the caliber of the talent that is in this main event, there's <laughs> no way that this can't be a good match. But I just, I don't, I don't understand the booking at all. Until you get um, where everybody's on the outside and in the middle of the ring, you've just got Ziggler. And Corbin. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Facing God. Off. Oh. Yeah, there was a high probability that's probably going to happen as well. Um, but, yes, you're absolutely right. It certainly adds another dynamic to the match. Um, the Owens and Zayn have faced off and are now, I don't know, frenemies, yeah. I suppose is the best term for them. Um, Sami Zayn seems to have taken on a new level of vindictive heel persona, which is fantastic. Yeah. I love Zayn. Uh, I love Owens. That, so this means Owens to... Slightly fierce now. Um, I'm not entirely sure. They're still packaging <laughs> Rusev as a heel, <laughs> despite him being cheered everywhere. So, Lord knows, Owen still gets booed. So, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who is the heel and who would be the face. I'd like to see those two face off at Mania because those two put on absolutely stellar encounters. Yeah. If you want some decent wrestling. Watch some Kevin Steen versus Al Generico matches from back in yeah. Ring of Honor. Good God. They are Hardcore some fantastic <laughs> matches. There's a brain buster on the top turnbuckle. It, oh my God. How Kevin Owens is walking <laughs> baffles me. Um, but yes, so they are our predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've got some other things to talk about because, you know, we need to pad out this podcast. Um, I mean,. So Becky Lynch and Naomi versus Natalia and Carmella. We've both got Becky Lynch and Naomi. Yeah. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev, potentially with Aiden English. We've both got Shinsuke. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Ruby Riot and the Riot Squad. We've both got Charlotte to retain. The Usos versus The New Day. We've both got The Usos to retain. <laughs> Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton. I've got Randy Orton and you've got Bobby Roode. And yeah. then we've both got AJ Styles to retain in the six-pack challenge. 
that right? Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers <laughs> crossed, yes. For the good of WrestleMania, for God's sake, let that be. So <laughs> so that's Fastlane, and let us never speak of it again. We will do a review of this one. Sorry, Garth, you're going to have to watch it, mate. Um, <laughs> but we will do a review of this one, hopefully, with, uh, with schedules. Schedules allowing, let's put it that way. But yeah. there's been some news in the wrestling world. First of all, uh, the potential WrestleMania match between John Cena and Rey Mysterio could potentially be off because yeah. Rey Mysterio has torn his bicep. Um, yeah, and Cena did that sort of the Undertaker thing at the sign. I don't think he'd have teased that without there being some manner of assurance that The Undertaker yeah. was going to be at Mania 34, but they are cutting it really fine with it being... Is it the 8th of April, Mania? It's a, it's a month it today. Is. Yeah, it is, yeah. So they're cutting it really fine to give it any kind of build. Um, he's he's going to have to turn up at either Raw or SmackDown mm-hmm. the, like next week for it to be given any manner of build, really. Um, it's a shame, really, because when Mysterio turned up at the Rumble, I thought he looked absolutely fantastic. thought he looked in Did. great shape. And, of course, it also puts the what I imagine would have been the semi-main event at Strong Style Evolve for New Japan at risk. Because obviously he was due to face Jushin Thunder Liger there. Really? Yes. Um, came Ooh. on the screen at... Oh, what was it? Was it New Beginning in Osaka, I think? And challenged Jushin Thunder Liger. Mm-hmm. Which we go back? would have been a fantastic match. Yeah. Um, the chances aren't the main event is going to be Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi versus the Young Bucks, though which will also be an absolutely stellar match. So, yeah. you know, there is that. Hopefully, Rey Mysterio's injury isn't as bad as they first thought. But if it is, then we wish him a speedy recovery and hopefully he joins WWE sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Secondly, mm-hmm. we yeah. talked about NXT and Bobby Fish's injury, uh, yeah. which could ultimately see um, Redragon stripped of the titles meaning that the winners of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic will be um, crowned the WWE, sorry the NXT Tag Team Champions at TakeOver New Orleans. But that's not the only thing to happen at TakeOver New Orleans, Garth. NXT have unveiled a new championship. I heard about that, yeah. Yes. So the, it's definitely going ahead, is it? It is indeed. The NXT North American Championship. It is going to be the secondary title on NXT. And brilliant. I love this. I think NXT has been crying out for a second title, especially with the influx of talent that they've got. Um, But, yeah, absolutely. And just to give you some indication, it will be a six-man, a a six-pack challenge, basically. Um, And if you look at the calibre on talent, you've got Lars Sullivan, uh, Killian Dane. Adam Cole, baby, EC3, um, Ricochet, and oh, I can't remember who the sixth one is. It's not Alistair Black. Velveteen Dream. Right, yeah. I see him with a championship. I can see all of them with a championship, if I'm yeah. being perfectly honest. Um, I mean, I know they were big on pushing Lars Sullivan before. and I, know I do they... like him, actually. I do like him. <laughs> I love him. Until he starts talking, and he's got such yeah. a he's got such a juxtaposed voice to how he looks. Take it's so weird. <laughs> he's like Chris Eubank. <laughs> he's got such a weird voice compared to his body type. Um, I mean, 
if you had to throw a prediction in there right now, who do you think? Um, I would go Velveteen Dream. That's not a bad shout. I think because he would just, he would absolutely pizzazz it up. Yeah, he would. I mean, the obvious one to go for is Adam Cole. Yeah. Um, but I think he'll be going for the NXT Championship sooner rather than later. Yeah, definitely. I think Alistair Black will take the belt off Olmos because I think Olmos will go to the main roster after <clears> Mania. He's got to. After, after that Royal Rumble he yeah. had. And... and he's fantastic. He really, he's yeah. come into his own since he's been with Zillian Vega. Um, and I think Adam Cole will be the first challenger to Alistair Black or at least one of the challengers to Alistair Black. Um so I don't really think putting the North American Championship on him would work. I don't... I honestly, I'd love to see EC3 with it. Just because he is... You watched him come out <laughs> and you just think, holy shit, he's Superstar. a star, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, you look at the dweeb he was when he first started in NXT and then you look <laughs> at how he went from that to where he is now. Oh, absolutely. I'd I'd see him with it. They're not going to give it to him. He hasn't debuted yet. But yeah. do you know what? I think Velveteen Dream's a great shout. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, especially with all his talk about all these indie talents coming in. <laughs> I mean, you can't count Ricochet out, though. That's, uh, that's I'll tell you what, TakeOver New Orleans is going to be absolutely outstanding. It know, really is. Yeah. Um, but... And there uh, you've got... Um, have you been keep, keeping up to date with... Um... Champa's Champa's Twitter. Twitter is absolutely amazing. It's it's, it's it's he's single-handedly bearing the torch for Kayfabe. He is absolutely. And do you know what? He's my favourite heel in the company. It's brilliant by I a mean, mile. It's some people obviously. I mean, I was thinking about this earlier, and I was thinking there's actually there's a generation of wrestling fans now who have only known this current product that have never known what it was like before the curtain was pulled back yeah and don't understand the concept what he's doing there's generally people on there are blowing their tops over some of the stuff he's saying like the likes of edge and uh chris jericho Jericho and things like yeah (laughs) but i just love the fact that jericho and edge are piling in because it just builds his character so much even to the point the little things the fact that he doesn't follow anyone on twitter that's that's the best thing yeah it's amazing i mean the blow when he said um about um he said wwe asked if they could sell my shirt (laughs) i said no (laughs) you were never behind me in diy so why should i give it to you now oh he's just he's fantastic and have you seen him as well he's jacked Oh, yeah, yeah. Good grief. He, he looks mean with that beard. He does. And do you know uh, what? I hate plugging my own website. I really do. But <laughs> Scott McLeod, giving him a shout out now, he's done a booking of how the Champa versus Gargano feud should go on the main roster. I read that. I read that yesterday. Yeah. And genuinely, yeah, really, good really, really good read. So check it out if you haven't already. It's all over Facebook and Twitter. It's a great, great read. He's done a lot of work on that. And... I think that when they do finally face off, it will be incredible. It will absolutely incredible because it's it's built in a way that they haven't really had that much interaction, but it's always there. Yeah, you know what I mean, always like there anytime, in the back of his mind. Anytime Gargano's on the screen, you're thinking, 
is Chumper there? Yeah, absolutely. 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 Anyway, so that's that. Other wrestling news, because we're not done yet. Uh, have you seen the leaked photos of who is going to wear in the post-WrestleMania draft? I saw a, um, like a mock-up poster. Which... Yeah, apparently um... these images have been leaked from WWE. I'm not entirely sure if I believe it, but there we are. Apparently, Seth Rollins is on his way to Raw. AJ is on his... Sorry, Seth Rollins is on his way to SmackDown from Raw. AJ is on his way to Raw, which <laughs> would make sense if he dropped the title to Shinsuke at Mania. Yeah. Um, Baron Corbin is on his way to Raw, as is Becky Lynch, as are the New Day. Really? Which, in my opinion, makes no sense. Yeah. Um, Coming the other way are Sasha Banks... Seth Rollins, mm -hmm. The Bar, and The Club with Finn Balor. Oh, well, with Finn Balor. I was going to say, that's a bit of a raw, raw deal for SmackDown. Well, let's um, face it, in the Superstar Shake-Up is a raw deal for him. Yeah. I would have thought, I don't know, I would have liked to have seen, um, I don't know, somebody like... I don't know. Even somebody like Miz maybe moving over. Yeah, I mean... But then again, he's the only one sort of really sort of flying the flag for the Intercontinental. Yeah. I mean, you've got to look at the talent on SmackDown. The talent they have got on SmackDown, yes, the roster might be paper thin, but they have still got the talent there. And you've got to look at it and go, yeah, but is it the talent? Or is it the writing? Yeah, and no matter who you send over you're not going to... It's not going to improve. And they've got Unless Dean Ambrose to come back as well. They've got who, sorry? Dean Ambrose, Dean yeah. Dean Ambrose has to come back, yeah. Jeff Hardy, yeah, as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big Cass. <laughs> and then... Forgot, forgot about him. Exactly. <laughs> Completely nutly. I mean, you've still got Ty Dillinger who can't get on TV now. And then depend on who they promote as well. Exactly. I mean, there's another list of the potential call-ups... Um, Again, I don't know how legitimate that is. Some of them make complete sense, like the iconic duo. They need to come up, revitalize the women's division, especially on SmackDown. Yeah. You know, I'm sick of seeing six woman bloody tags. <laughs> um and you know, there's also the potential of, you know, the Undisputed Era potentially coming up. There's Authors of Pain. I imagine they're coming up. I would like to see them. Um yeah. they'll probably go to Raw, but you know, um, I don't know who you. I don't know what tag teams you'd alleviate to help SmackDown out, unless just move well, some over. You don't know how long the bar have got left, so it's all yeah. dependent on Sheamus, isn't it? Yeah, it does really. Speaking of the bar, brings me to my final piece, my final <laughs> question to you, Garth, before oh, we man. end this sorry podcast where <laughs> we've delved too much into the blue brand. My final question to you is. The bar have issued the open challenge <laughs> to find someone to face them at WrestleMania. Now, there have been wild, wild theories from in the WWE because, let's face it, we'd all love to see them take on the Young Bucks, but that's not going to happen. No um, the rumours that are circulating wildly 
on social media are that it will be two people that are not together at the moment who come together to take on the bar. Who would right. you like to see and why? I've got my own idea. Um, who would I like to see? Uh, I don't... Could it be as outlandish as... Well, Matt Hardy... Uh, Jeff Hardy needs to come back. Jeff Hardy does need so to come back. It could be Matt and Jeff. Could be the Broken Hardys, yeah. It could be Matt and Bray. That was my thought. Really? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. the ultimate deletion, which is going to be the crazy-ass thing at the Hardy compound, yeah. that has been rumoured to have been brought forward before Mania, which I think is a massive shame. But if it's made its own thing like Tag Team Apocalypto and yeah. you know the final deletion and things like that, the ultimate deletion, I think, will end up with Bray and Matt as a team. And yeah. I think they will take the belts off of... Um, of the bar. So do you think do you think Jeff will get a singles push? It's no secret that Vince has a massive hard on for Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Um he has done for God knows how long. So, you know, and Jeff can still go. I don't think he'll be champion ever again. But I think he deserves a title run again. Sorry, a, a singles run again. Yeah. I mean he could be an IC champion again. Mm-hmm. Um but whether he is I don't know. That's where you need like the European Championship back. Yeah, I, th- I think you know, even maybe put him on SmackDown away from Matt, so you can yeah. differentiate the two. I saw um, the like um, the picture went up from Senor Benjamin and <laughs> 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 a, a picture of Vanguard One and a pack, picture of uh, the boat. Yeah, the so dilapidated boat. Definitely coming. It's definitely coming. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. You mentioned the Hardy compound on Raw, and the crowd went mental. They just, I just hope they give it to him to do it. Well, they do reckon try to do it. that's why they've brought Jeremy Borash in. Because he did a lot of the... He did a lot of the stuff in TNA. Yeah. So, you know, fingers crossed, that looks promising. It looks, fingers crossed, it looks it's so promising. so good if it's like a, like a special edition of Raw. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Just a standalone, hour-long show. Like Tag Team Apocalypto or something like that, it would be incredible. I'd love it. Because I'll be I'll be openly honest, when Broken Matt first David, I thought it was the most ridiculously stupid thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I thought it was the death of wrestling. But the more I watched it and the more hype that got behind it, the more I was like, Do you know what? It's something different, it's something refreshing. I, re- I remember watching it because I was still watching TNA at the time or Impact. And I remember showing it to some of my friends and they were just they just said, how can you still watch this trash? <laughs> and I, I remember reading reports and everything saying this is this is beyond ridiculous. It's ridic- it's it's not funny. It's it's they've gone too far, blah blah blah. But then everybody just slowly came around. Yeah. I think to realise that I think it's just Matt's is, commitment to the character, this, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And this is what they needed to differentiate themselves and, and it, I mean, single handedly, he sort of kept that brand going. Yeah, absolutely. And look at how Impact are struggling now. Yeah. I mean, who have they even got now? Don't forget we've got Lashley to come back as well. Bobby Lashley's reported to have signed a WWE contract. Yeah. So, you know. But I'd love to see them take the belts off what, the ball. I wonder if they would do it maybe as um, like they did that time with the the Beast in the East. Make it a, w- a uh, network um, exclusive. Yeah. Like something like that, or what they did there, the roadblock sort of thing. 
Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. That's not a bad shout. I would love it. I, I think it's yeah. going to be ace. But, you know, look what happened with the House of Horror match. <laughs> so, you know, we, we'll step into it with trepidation. Yeah. As is necessary, I think. <laughs> got to mention, um, got to give a shout out to Braun and uh, Elias for the oh, Symphony, the Symphony of, of Destruction match. match. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to Corey Graves for the sheer volume of Megadeth references the bloke made. Yes. That is aye. impressive. He said something else as well. I can't remember what it is now, and I was literally like bawling. Um, what did he say? I can't remember what he said now. But it was it was hilarious. It's to be honest, the entire match was brilliant. Everything Braun does is just it's turning to gold at the moment. It is. And it's, if it's true it's what they're saying. And he's holding that car up. Oh yes, yeah, just... it was driving off. <laughs> I mean, if it's true what they're saying and they are holding Braun back from a WrestleMania match, just in case thing do, things do kick off between Braun and and Roman. Mm-hmm. You know, whether Roman gets dragged into this drug ring thing or whether yeah. Brock does actually no-show WrestleMania. You know, either way, you have got a star in Braun. Definitely. If he goes into that Intercontinental Championship match, which he potentially might do, then he comes out the winner. Yeah, there's, he has I mean, there's to. even talk of him being inserted into the... as a triple threat into the main event. That would be amazing. Also, someone else to come back, Samoa Joe. That's right. I love Samoa Joe. Oh, Samoa Joe's amazing. Did you hear the the latest name that's been dragged into the scandal? John Cena? Yeah. Yes. It's just today, wasn't it? Yeah, it, I'd, I'd be very, very surprised if John Cena was involved in it. Very surprised. Yeah. Considering the amount of work he does. Exactly. And the amount, you know... The amount resting on it. It's not just his wrestling career, it's his movie career as well. Yeah. It'd cost him millions. It really would. I mean, it's to not... be honest, I'm not 100% sure Roman Reigns is involved. I mean, to be honest, I don't really care. No. Like, if, they're take, if they're taking steroids and they're aware of what the implications are to their bodies, then just let them do it. They're not, there's no sport involved. There's exactly. No... It's predetermined. They're not, they're not gaining an unfair advantage. No. So it doesn't. It really doesn't bother me as such. It's, no. It's, it's for their anybody. own health risk, and obviously yeah. you look at the checkered past of the WWE and steroids. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they would be keen to distance that's, themselves from. I mean, obviously they've got the the public company now, so that's what they're looking at. The, sort of protecting that. Exactly. You look at what's happened to Rich Swan, considering he was cleared of all charges or the case was dropped. I can't remember which one it was. I think the case was dropped. Yeah, he was still released. Yeah. Uh, Enzo Amore, nothing's been proved. He was released. So it's an it's an interesting couple of weeks, I think, in the lead up to Mania. Yeah. Um why why that person is delaying the video, that's, yeah, that's um, is just, just it's, ridiculous. It's as if he's just wanting more and more attention. Yeah, he does absolutely. He'll do it the night before Mania. Yeah, can you imagine that? I oh. want to give props to um to Reigns as well for the last couple of weeks because he's been excellent on the mic. His promo, not last week, 
no, well, not this week, the last week, where Ray, uh, Lesnar didn't turn up. Quality. Yeah. Absolute just, quality. Because the, the reports are, they just said, just go out there and just, there's some bullet points and just go for it. And he did it. That's what he needs to do. And you can, I mean, the, the sort of, the stark difference between that and one of his scripted promos, where he's stumbling, it was it was night and day. Yeah, it was. It was, absolutely. Because it was real. You could tell he was shooting from the hip. He was impassioned as well, and because yeah. the the audience felt that, they responded to it, and that was mm-hmm. why he ended up getting cheered. I mean, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, he was booed later on in the night, but um, that really does resonate with a fan. If... I think I think the fans can smell when it's genuine, the no. Yeah. But the, the you say that, I think Roman telegraphs it when he's scripted. Oh, totally, yeah. There's, there's very few superstars who telegraph that they are being scripted as much as Roman does. I liked it there this week when he was speaking to um, Heyman. When Heyman, he went, pick up that damn belt. Yeah, because he threw, he threw like, it on, on the, the floor. floor. Yeah, and he's like, pick up the damn belt. He's like, sort of treated with respect yeah. sort of thing. I'd, I'd, whatever the WWE do, Reigns is going to get booed. Yeah. Because you've got smart-ass fans. But they're doing the best that they can do. And also, you've got to remember, none of this is Reigns' fault. No, he's... I think... I mean, I don't think I've ever seen him have a, a bad match. Not really. Not, not immediately spring to mind. He's had ones that are forgettable. Yeah, but um, nothing... He's had that average ones, but none that have... None that have or... No. No, not at all. He always does business. Um, and I mean, in the big matches, he always produces. Yeah. Yeah, nothing bad. It's just, I mean, it's, people have said that, you know, if you put him in with a good opponent, yes. And is he skilled enough to carry anyone to a good match? Obviously, you look at the Mania 33 event, main event, was he was he skilled enough to carry mm. a very clearly in pain Undertaker to a good match? The answer was no. But would there have been anyone yeah. that was able to carry Undertaker to a decent match in that state? Yeah, but Bray, Bray struggled before that. Bray struggled before that, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bray was thrown to the wolves in that match. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if Bray will win at Mania for the first time. <gasps> oh my God, something to look forward to. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we have rambled for an hour now. And uh, I think this is probably the best time to wrap up this podcast. Um, We've given you our Fastlane predictions. Please feel free to leave your own predictions. Do you agree with ours? Are you looking forward to Fastlane? Are you one of the three (laughs) people in the world who are actually looking forward to this pay-per-view? How can SmackDown improve? Please let us know in the comments. Garth, where can they find you, my friend? On Twitter, I'm... Drummer Jackson. Okay, and you can find me at Real Rob Goodwin. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week, we're sorry, with a fast lane review, and we will talk to you guys again soon. See you later. Bye. You've been listening to Wrestling and More's Pro Wrestling Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WAM Podcast UK, on Facebook, and check out the website, wrestlingandmoreblog.weebly.com. Until next time, wrestling fans. 